some that don't and uh, life situations can fight that but our hope is in Jesus the promises of life in this life eternal life yet to come to be freed from sin to be freed from the bondages of Satan amen God our Lord Jesus Christ, He has given us so many things to hope for. Amen. You know, there is one place that says we are saved by hope. Huh? Yes, we are saved by the sacrifice of Jesus. We are saved by the blood that He shed upon Calvary. We are sanctified and changed by all those great works that He did. Well, there's a place that says we are also saved by hope. Amen. And I appreciate the Lord for all that He has done, all that He is doing, and I appreciate all of you coming. Uh, there's more than what you thought, wasn't it, George? Uh, yeah. Uh, George reminded me that it's important for us some of us need to make sure we park around the front, otherwise somebody might think we don't have many people here today. So, uh, but I think we got a pretty good crowd, and I uh, appreciate the folks that are here. And uh, maybe we might call this almost a youth meeting, huh? But uh, uh, for some, we're just young at heart. Yeah. Right, brother Dan? Maybe, huh? All right. If you have your Bibles today. You would turn with us to Mark chapter 46. Mark chapter 46. I'm sorry. Mark chapter 10. And we're going to start in verse 46. And uh, appreciate his word that he has for us. Those that are able, if you would stand with me as I read our text here this morning. And they came to Jericho, and as they went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timetius, uh, sat by the highway uh, side begging. And when he heard that uh, it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried out the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Jesus answered and said unto him, Listen, listen, folks. What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus 
in the way. Let's bow our heads, dear Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for your word. Your word is true and it is right. And we thank you that it has been passed down faithfully unto this day. 2,024 years, somewhere around that, Lord, after you were born. Thank you. And Lord, I thank you that your word is ever more truthful today as it has ever been in the past. I pray, dear Jesus, that you would touch the hearts of those that are here. And that, Lord, you might save souls and bring souls back unto you that have wandered away. And I pray, Lord, that you would make a great change in their lives. And that, Lord, you might deliver us from blindness that we may see. Come, help us here this morning, we pray. We pray, Lord, that you'll help us to have, have peace, that the Word of God may go forth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Luke 18.42 says, And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people when they saw, saw it, gave praise unto God. Matthew 20 and verse 32, And Jesus stood and called and said, what will ye that I do unto you? They said unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be open. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. These scriptures tell of Jesus' encounter with blind Bartimaeus. Who in here has ever heard of blind Bartimaeus? How about you young people? Any of y'all ever heard of blind Bartimaeus? Huh? He's famous. You know why he's famous? Because he's in the Bible. <laughs> and so, um, this is one of the last visits that Jesus makes to the city of Jericho. Um, he, uh, he's heading toward being crucified. The Lord's finishing up his work here on earth. Matthew, uh, he said there were two blind men. Mark and Luke tell of only the story of one, of blind, Bar, uh, blind Barnabas, the son of Timaeus. And this also is the same time and visit that Jesus went to the house of Zachariah, uh, Zacchaeus. How many of you in here know the uh, story about Zacchaeus? Sunday school folks, help us. We need to know about these stories of Zacchaeus. How many of you remember about the wee little, wee little man that climbed up in the tree, huh? Jesus passed under him, looked up in the tree and said, Zacchaeus, I'm going to eat at your house today. He was a tax collector. Well, anyway, this is all part of that same travel going through uh, Jericho. And so... Brian, uh, Bartimaeus, he was a, a beggar. And from his name, uh, he was probably the son of a beggar. 
blind. He must have had some notoriety for the Holy Ghost prompting Mark to put him into the scriptures. And so right now I'd like for you to, have you ever imagined yourself to be blind? Huh? So why don't you close your eyes right now? Close your eyes. Can you hear the clamor of the large crowd that's following? Maybe about 500 people huh? clamoring. They're talking. They're calling to one another. Maybe you could hear even Jesus speaking and te teaching and talking to someone. It's a big crowd. It's noisy and they're, they're walking around. It's not hot because it's near wintertime. Neither is it cold being an oasis in the desert. Bartimaeus asked someone near him, What's going on? Huh? What? What is this? Huh? What's happening? Someone may say, It's Jesus. He might even ask, Who's Jesus? Huh? Can you hear it? Can you see it in your blind state? Huh? Someone says, He is a great prophet. Some say, The Messiah. One who can feed 5,000 and 4,000 with just a few loaves and a few fishes. The one who walks on water. He delivers the maniacs. He heals the deaf, the lame, even raises the dead. And Bartimaeus said, says to himself, I, I know he can heal me. Yeah. And that's when he begins, Jesus! You can open your eyes. Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Amen. Uh, those around him talk to him about being quiet. Huh? You ever been somewhere and somebody bust out talking? You're making a spectacle of yourself, Bartimaeus. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, our son of David, have mercy on me. He's hollering it. It's only recorded twice in the Bible, but he's saying it over and over and over, trying to get Jesus' attention. <clears throat> and then Jesus hears and he stops. Huh? And he calls to Bartimaeus. And uh, you know why? He heard his cry. Did you know that in the scriptures, every time that Israel cried out unto the Lord, the Lord answered? There's something about a broken and a contrite heart. There's something about crying unto the Lord. <coughs> and, um, and so um, it might have been his crying and hollering out that caused the Lord to hear him. And it could be the reason that the Lord's heard him and maybe not heard you. Hello. Jesus then called him over. There are times that Jesus will come to you. Then there are times he wants you to leave your place where you're at and to come unto him. And I just can't hardly imagine this. Jesus, he says, what wilt thou that I should do unto you? He's asking us this morning, through the foolishness of preaching, what wilt thou that I 
I should do unto thee. Amen. Amen. Here is this great man during this particular time. He's even greater now that we know who he really is. We know he is the Son of God. He is a prophet, a feeder of the multitude, a teacher, a healer, one who cast out demons, a water walker. Amen. The raiser of a dead. And he's asking me, he's asking you, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Wow. It's unbelievable, isn't it? That Jesus would care for us. Huh? Bartimaeus answers the Lord. He says that I might receive my sight. Matthew says almost the same thing. Uh, said, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. Yeah. Now I asked y'all to close your eyes a little earlier, and your eyes are open right now, right? Well, most of them. There's a couple back there. So. But anyway, he, um, Jesus in this particular case didn't take mud. And according to Mark and Luke, he didn't even touch him. But instead, he said, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Yeah. Amen. Mark says, receive thy sight. Thy faith hath saved thee. Amen. This great Lord and God and Savior spoke and it was done. He was healed. Amen. Immediately, it didn't take him time to be able to see. He went from being totally blind to being able to see. I personally don't believe he uh, then had bad eyesight. I believe he saw 2020 immediately. Amen. The Lord healed him. Amen. And uh, he also forgave him of his sins. He saved him. Folks, Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. And can I tell you the problem with so much of America today is most of America thinks they're not lost. They think they're saved. Well, my mom and dad took me to church when I was a young child and I got sprinkled. I'm saved. That don't make you saved. You know, well, I, I went to church one time and went to the altar and asked the Lord to forgive me and uh, He saved me right. That don't make you saved. Right. Amen. Yeah. To be saved is not just a one-time deal. It is something that you continue in the rest of your life. Yeah. Amen. There is a difference between sinners and saints. Between those who know the Lord and those who do not know the Lord. Amen. Um, their life uh, promotes it. Their life tells them and tells others, I'm either saved or I am lost. Right. And if you are not saved this morning, if you are not a child of God with your name written in the Lamb's book of life, you're like blind Bartimaeus. Yes, you are. Bartimaeus, he knew two things. The first thing was he had to get Jesus' attention. Huh? And the other thing was that he had to be able to ask and he wanted to see. He wanted to have sight. 
to be able to see things. Amen. One more time. And uh, uh, the question is, have you done all that you can to get God's attention? Huh? Have you done all? I know we invite people to come and pray around the altar. And I'll be honest with you, it's not like it was when I was younger. When people came to the altar, they would cry out, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, save me. Lord, help me. Lord, forgive me. Amen. You would hear that around the altars when I was younger in my late teens. Amen. And even I, when I went to the altar, I prayed, Lord, save my soul, Lord. You know where I live. You know what's going on with me. You know my thoughts and my deeds. Save me, Lord. The word confess. Huh? How would it be to go and you make a confession to somebody about you did something wrong to them and you come and stand before them? Or you just bow your head. But the Lord can read our minds. I thought, yeah, but He wants to hear your words. Forgive me. Help me, Jesus. Now, if you're a mute and you can't speak, the Lord will go just by what you're thinking. Amen. But for us, God has given us the gift, the marvelous gift that uh, uh, giraffes don't have it, uh, dolphins don't have it, all these other things don't have it. The gift of speech. And He wants to hear us say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, wash me from all my sins. Have mercy on me, dear Lord. Have mercy on me. He was crying out to get the Lord's attention. We need to get His attention. Amen. Bartimaeus cried out. He opened his mouth. He didn't care who heard him. He didn't care who was around him. Apparently, he was showing out a little bit. I don't know what all he was doing, but those around him said, Be quiet. Be quiet. You're making a scene. Huh? You ever made a scene to try to get the Lord's attention? You ever wondered why sometimes we wave our hands? Come on. Huh? When you're trying to get somebody's attention, Lord! Here am I. Don't pass by me, Lord. Oh, come unto me, Lord. I need you. I want you. You sign say, oh, that doesn't mean anything. But yes, this is a sign that my spirit is reaching out also. Amen. Crying, Lord, have mercy on me. And you're probably saying, Brother Jeff, you don't have to do all that. I'll ask you a question like my son asked me one time. Well, how's that working out for you? Huh? Are you hearing the Lord speak to you? you? Are you feeling His presence? It might be you need to get His attention. Amen. Amen. What are the results? Are you seeing the Lord move in your life? I know there's many teachings out there that talk like once you get saved, 
It's all up to you. Basically, you learn the Word of God and you pray and you walk. But don't expect miracles and don't be expecting to see God's hand work. No! Jesus is just as real today as He has ever been. Amen? And the Scriptures say, do you believe it or not? Where two or three are gathered together in My name, there am I in the midst of them. Is He here? Amen. If He is, why don't we get His attention? Amen. Why don't we cry, Lord, have mercy on me. Help me here this day. Amen. You should give it a try. You should give it a try. I was raised in a quiet church. <clears throat> I can't uh, Maybe her name was uh, Drip. Anyway, her name was Ann. I remember her. You know, she worked down at the gasoline station back in the 70s, early 70s. And she was the first person I ever remember hearing somebody other than the preacher say, Amen! We looked all around the church. Who was that that said it? She just sit there. I think she got to where she liked doing that, you know. But all the kids would look around trying to catch her say, Amen. We finally figured it out after a while. But oh, our churches, those who believe and are trusted in God, shouldn't we be saying, Amen, brother. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. And so we need to be trying to get the Lord's attention. Then my other question is, how well do you see? I'm not talking in the natural, but I'm talking spiritually wise. Are you seeing through the Spirit? Hmm? To be able to see spiritually is so important for your survival as a Christian. Huh? You say, Brother Jeff, I don't... The verse in the Bible that said, says for us, to worship God. Can you finish that for me? Worship God in spirit and in truth. Spirit, that's how we worship Him. Are you worshiping Him in spirit or just I, I, I'm making rational decisions? It's not always rational in serving God. Amen. And so how well do you see are you able to see what and how Jesus sees and how He is changing lives? Can you see? Can you look beyond just what's on the surface? There's spiritual things that are down in us. I mentioned to pray for this young boy over there. Something is going wrong. He's not just showing out. He's having a crisis in his life. We need to see it's deeper than just whatever he's doing. There's a crisis in his life. He needs Jesus. Ah, he needs the Lord. Amen. And, uh, And so, anyway, we've got to see more than just with our uh, natural eyes. We need to have compassion on those who are less fortunate than ourselves. To have pity on those who are lost. 
and undone. Do you ever look at Elon Musk and say, Oh God, would you save him? Have mercy upon him. You say, Well, what's wrong with that? He's a billionaire. He can... No! He is a sinner, lost, and as of right this moment, going to a devil's hell. Come on. Others you might be following. Huh? What's his name? Bieber? Huh? Bieber? Uh, huh? Justin Bieber and his wife? I don't know. Anyway, you know, lost and undone. They tried church for a while, but you know what? I don't think they're in real good right now. They've lost confidence in the church. Why? Going to a place that the people didn't really have salvation themselves. We've got to be able to see, have mercy, to be praying. Are you able to see the cause and the effects of sin in your own lives? What about in the lives of others? Huh? To see the great cost of that sin and then also to understand and to see the great mercy that the Lord has. Jesus, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so glad that I called unto the Lord. I'm so glad that I didn't call just one time. I think it could be done in one, in one sitting, but oh, I had to go for a while till I knew that I knew that I knew that the Lord had come by and washed my sins away. I called, have mercy, dear Jesus. Have mercy upon me. I need you, oh God, so much. And you know what? He came to me. Woo! I've got a no-so salvation. I've said many times, I've been up and down spiritually wise, but I've never been in now. Once I got a hold of the Lord, I knew where my hope is. I knew where my salvation is. And I knew that I had to keep Him in my lives. Lord, this is Bartimaeus' prayer. It should be our prayer. Lord, that my eyes may be opened. Opened to see to understand, to see through Jesus' eyes, not through our eyes. Oh, that person there, they'll never get saved. You never know. Amen. God is well able to save. Oh, that person there, they'll never get right. They'll never turn around. You don't know. There's been times in my early ministry I wrote people off. There's no way that person will ever get saved. There's no way that person... Ever... And you know what? The Lord came around and saved them. Yeah. Hallelujah. God is well able to save you. And to keep you. If He is able to save you, He is able to keep. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Lord, open my eyes. And until we see our need of a Savior, we'll not cry out. And that, until you realize that you are blind, you will not appreciate the hope of being able to see. 
That's another way of saying until you know you are a sinner, you won't seek after salvation. Amen. So Sheila, you can be making your way to the altar. Genesis 3 and 5, Satan said that if you would commit that sin, your eyes would be open. Remember that? If you'll just take that fruit and eat it, your eyes will be opened. You know what really happened? Their eyes were blinded. They were blinded from God. Many of the generations after that could not see God anymore. Adam still could see Him, but oh, he was blinded unto holiness and righteousness and to the things that were so pure before. Amen. And so uh, Satan will say, open your eyes. You've got to be careful who's talking to you. Then we see in Genesis 21 and 19, you remember Hagar? Her son and she dying of thirst out in the wilderness and the Lord comes by and you know what it said? He opened her eyes and she saw a well. She was within sight of a well. She could go get water. Amen. And so God wants to open our eyes to that life-giving water. The Lord opened up Balaam's eyes over in Numbers 22 and 31. Remember, uh, the angel of the Lord was there with the, uh, with the, the sword, a flaming sword. And as he was going down, and his donkey kept hitting the sides of the, the, the brick walls there and hurting his legs, and he was beating that donkey. And the Lord opened his eyes and saw. Can you see the judgment of God in your life? You say, Brother Jeff, I, you know, I'm trying to do good. God's not going to send judgment in my life. God has sent judgment in my life. I'm thankful for that. Oh, how thankful I am. The Scriptures say that unless the Lord, this is my words, whips us, then we are not a child of His. Amen. Second Kings 6 and 17, Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha, was there. He was there. And uh, his young helper was with him. And uh, Elisha was there. He was just in awe. And his young helper was pulling on his coat. Do you see we are surrounded by the enemy? We are, they're going to get us. They're going to kill us. And Elisha's there in awe. And he prayed, Lord, open his eyes that he might see. Amen. The horses and the chariots of fire. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to see things that are more spiritual. I want to see God's ways. Amen. I want to see his hand working in my life. Psalms 119 and 18, the, the writer said, Open thou mine eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of thy law. I don't know about you, but I want my eyes opened. Psalms 146 and 8 says, The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. That was a prophecy talking about Jesus coming. 
And then we have Acts 26 and 18. Jesus talking to Paul. Remember his eyes were closed. His eyes were blinded. And he was telling him what he was to do. And he said, Paul, I'm sending you to open their eyes. To turn them from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. And inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me.
Seek Him. Talk to Him. It don't matter what so-and-so hears. doesn't matter what anybody hears. It matters what the Lord hears. And when we humble ourselves, that pride, that unbelief, to open our mouth and say, Lord, here am I. Save me. Save me. So come. Let's pray. Let's seek after Him here this morning. Just one touch will be